last time on Lawful Stoop. You guys enter Captain Rosewood's office. Yes, how can I help? We wanted to settle a dispute that we're having with the, um, I think, filters of Moonlight and Black Lotus potions. We were tasked with escorting a potions cart uh, to the shop here in town, and sadly we've lost most, if not everybody, on the caravan, and we're two of the three survivors. But we did manage to bring one of the carts that did not explode on the road. This captain hands you each a bag of 75 gold. Hey, what great information do you have? Captain Rosewood is not friendly. But he does owe you 75 gold. If you go see him at his establishment, he will give you that 75 gold. Hell yeah, man! Hell yeah! I'm making it big out here, man! The the, the restaurant back home doesn't do this in a week! You guys set off from New Haven Hold. And your cart heads through this clearing and heads towards the tree line of the unknown expanse of Northern Agos. And our heroes, they set forth, set forth into the unknown. And so you guys are traveling on the Panda Express, headed towards the northern region. But you really don't know where you're going other than north. Correct. Um... We were given some landmarks, like the big door and a lake, mm-hmm. and uh, I think a mountain, from, right? I'm sure Devin had one from his side quest and that wanted post scoop. Yeah. So what I got from the uh, just from the bounty board was just that there was uh, a soldier who was missing from the Pathfinders, one of the Pathfinders, and that uh, Captain Svan was the one who had taken up writing down all of the, the spots to find the soldier, but didn't really say where. Said he was in the north as well, or uh, and had gone missing. Got it. So we didn't get anything else on that, just north. Okay. Yep. And uh, Shane, one of the things I want you to work up, if you don't have that already, is the amount of rations slash food you have stored up already. I do have that. Give me just one moment on my character. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Just so, just so we know what we're dealing with. Um, everybody I, else. I, I believe the number is twenty. Let me check it over. That's 20 meals or 20 days for three people? 20 uh, rations. Okay. That's uh, not obviously D&D Beyond because that's a second meat window and I don't need that. Perfect. So as you're working that up, um, yep. let, let's just establish the... If you guys want to tell me how you want to travel. Obviously, you're taking the Panda Express... Um, who's driving, who's riding shotgun, where's everybody who's stationed? I, I can continue to drive. If... 
or maybe we take it in shifts. I don't know. But. I think I'm always found up front. Um, even if I'm resting, I can just I'm just gonna be sitting there like a kind of dormant if I'm resting. I think so. I'll just always for 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 now and forever be doing that for the car. Yeah, I always like to imagine Darling's just kind of up on the roof until one of them needs her to like switch out, or the branches get too low, then she'll move down. Uh, otherwise, she's just gonna like keep lookout. I've got um, 18 rations, Dwayne, and then I've got uh, like six other meals, like magical meals I could make with like special parts. But as far as like just common food, I've got 18 rations currently. And uh, other, uh, Darlene and Kato, what are y'all's ration situation? One second as I look it up. Uh, mine's easy. I don't have any because I don't need food. That's true. You don't. That, that does. That does. That checks out. But I can carry it if it becomes an issue where we need that. So just point of order. I, I'm more than willing to put some things in my bag in case. I don't. I'm assuming there might be situations where we get separated and it's not just for me. It's to provide some assistance in a way. I store all my food in an, in an extra dimensional pantry where it never spoils. I have five. I imagine it's more like hard tech and just like, this is how I survive out in nature. It's not going to be the tastiest food, but I have it just in case. Yeah, it's dried rations typically. All right, perfect. Mm -hmm. And so you guys set forth on the Panda Express carried by Sugar and Spice or pulled along by Sugar and Spice, the real heroes of our story. Um, (laughs) And so realistically, the first part of your journey is... um, not that bad. The first few hours of travel is mostly high fields, uh, some sparse trees here and there, but nothing that warrants um, a lot of danger presence, right? Because you can see in most directions. You're not. It's daytime. You're not really going to be stuck up on or concerned for the most part. It's of note that during this three or four hours that you've been riding, we'll say four, you have not passed another like wagon or traveler um, there is small animals you know you can hear birds and see birds and stuff like that um, but you have not seen any other adventurers or explorers um, and if you guys don't uh, stop or pause me I'm going to push this along until we hit a crossroads or another event so uh, since we're traveling I will, uh, I'll, if, if Kato's out in front with me, I'll lay down some, like, breadcrumbs on Kato's head or his lap and get a little bird to land on the cart so I can spend ten minutes con- uh, casting Speak with Animals as, con- as a concentration spell. Uh, Kato, how do you feel about this? I accept <laughs> the crumbs. Wait, are you giving me options of, like, where, where the crumbs go? Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at you like one. You know that look you get where it's just like consent question mark. Uh, but also, uh, I'm also just like head. No, okay, lap. Right? Yes. I would. I would probably just hold this, my hands out open. Empty. Hold my hands out open oh, just okay. as like like a, a yeah. more surface area. That works. Yeah, and then just yeah. be perfectly still. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. Roll me uh, animal handling. You got it. 
uh, that's a nine, sir. Um, I think it takes you way longer than uh, you expected. Like you're putting out treats, and you guys are just trying to like play it cool while moving. Um, after about like 15, 20 minutes, a bird lands. It takes a good portion of time, but a bird is land. It lands. You're, you're able to cast your. Mm. You got to stop the cart to cast your ritual spell. Right? Wouldn't you need? Because you got to stop driving. Oh. That's a good point. Probably yes. Well, that's when you tap Darling in, and she'll just. Okay. Yeah, I'll come tap back. Darling in. She'll, and I'll and I'll sit on top of the cart. And I'll lean overhead with my feet <laughs> kicking behind me like I'm thinking about boys. Yeah, <laughs> as, I, as I cast as I cast this spell, <laughs> uh, speak with animals. Thank you so much. Uh, so you cast you cast speak with animals, um, and um, you you hear immediately uh, a conversation that you had not heard before, and it is sugar and spice, and you hear sugar. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you, I'm trying to talk to them, and Dwayne's like, "You cast the spell, bro." Yeah, yeah, it's my right. characters. Well, welcome. You hear Sugar say, "He's my favorite," or "Or I'm his favorite," and you hear Spice say, "No, no, I'm his favorite." I love you both equally. Hey, birds. <laughs> okay, so you talk to this bird now. <laughs> Yo, what's up, little feathered friend? Ha ha. Tweet, tweet, motherfucker. Still working on my voice. <laughs> tweet, tweet, motherfucker. Word. Okay, great. Uh, hey, so there's some folks that I'm looking for, and I'm just wondering if they've passed through here. What kind of folks? Uh, uh, I will give him the descriptions of uh, our sister. Whose name escapes me at this moment? L. What's your name? Vanessa. Vanessa V. Uh, and then I'll give them the description of Vanessa. I'll give them the description of Papa Derringer. I'll give them the description. You, you had no description on on your wanted poster. Like they're like, yeah, hey, we this guy's got missing, but good luck. Yeah, I guess is it mainly? I mean, yeah, who would have posted that? Because if it was. I feel like if it was the Pathfinders, they would have like been doing their own thing. Did it say who posted it? Did I see that? Uh, no, it didn't say. Who. And, oh, uh, yeah, it would have said the Pathfinders. It was posted by Pathfinders. the Pathfinders proper. Okay, well, I may, I maybe have made the assumption that Captain Spawn is a Pathfinder, but I don't know that that's true. Correct. You don't know that that's true. Okay. Fair enough. Um, but, th- but no description of the missing person at all on that. No. Uh, and then uh, I'll give him the description of my best friend Stom. Okay. And uh, that's so Vanessa and Stom, I guess. Uh, and, and Papa Derringer, if they've seen anybody who meets matches any of those three descriptions. Okay. Okay. So you you load up this guy with some information. Let's see. I don't Let overwhelm the tiny bird brain. I give him two yeah, of them, like, very small pieces. No. Uh, I'm just looking at the percentage. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, he kind of looks up and pokes up to, at these crumbs. These are pretty good. Uh, hmm. Yeah, dude. I, uh, I did see one of those scary-looking motherfuckers um, with the blades under their arms. 
Oh, right on. Yeah. What, 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 you know when? Uh, How many sunups, sundowns? Uh, two. Two sunups, sundowns? Sound right? Sounds about right. Cool deal, bird. All right, well, you take as much bread as that as you want, and then I will see you later. Yeah, right, sounds good. And he, like, pecks the rest of the stuff up, but then, like, there's no more, so he just starts pecking, uh, like, um, Kato's hands. You you got any more of this shit? Okay, this spell's about to wear off, but yes, I'm gonna give you a little bit more. Tell all your friends how cool I am. Yeah, will do, boss. And he, like, picks it up. We're gonna be followed by birds the rest of the journey. <laughs> and, then, and he takes flight. <laughs> the birds work for the bourgeoisie, and now I'm the bourgeoisie. Yeah, so, uh, you did that. Does anybody else want to do anything else? Before we cart along? Um, I don't have any ideas. Uh, She's happily existing. Probably keep an eye out and see if um, anybody's following them. Actually. Yeah. um, Yeah, you can just use your passive. And we'll say that you're watching for threats. Your passive perception. That's a 16 if you want to know. Oh, what? what? You and Gus have a 16? For your passive perceptions? Yeah. Damn. I have a lot of wisdom because I'm a cleric. Abon loves perception. Yeah. You took expertise in it, didn't you? <laughs> I did. Like, tell, look me in the eyes and tell me you take expertise in I perception did. because you love it. I do. I was like, yeah, here we go. This it's the most commonly called for roll, and Raymon loves rolling high on them. It fucking, I see the, the fire in her <laughs> eyes when you call for a perception check. I, I, when I said I had a passive per- 16 perception, I saw Avon shoot me a glance to the internet. <laughs> like, how dare you? Mother you need to take that down by one. I have the highest passive perception. Yeah. Uh, all right, so you guys continue forward. Uh, it, it, it's about another hour or so that you start to hit treeline and, and woods. Uh, the the terrain becomes a little more difficult. Remember, there are no paths. There are no uh, roadways or dirt roads that have been cut before. This is unexplored territory. Um, it's going to get more difficult to traverse with the Panda Express as we go. And you're already noticing this. The cart's starting to bump a little bit as you're going over like rocky terrain um, or like rocks in the forest or, or thick roots and it is no longer a smooth ride at all especially for anybody riding on top of the cart right because there is no seat there so it's going to be extra bumpy um, but you're able to, to push forward uh, it is not until uh, a little bit later that uh, you're actually you, you hit a root that just hard stops and, and you sugar and spice like almost like winny as they are yanked backwards and the cart's like hard stopped against this root. What do you guys want to do? I'm gonna jump down, uh, just suspecting immediately that our, our our wheels have been hung up for some reason. And I'll yeah. check the front first. Front the front two uh, first. And it is. It's the front two wheels that are just hard stopped by this large tree root that's kind of grown up out of the ground. Well, simple fix. We just need to back up and go around. 
Does it look like we have clearance to do that? Yeah, you could either. So you could take the time to back up and kind of go around. You know, you're going to spend a little more time backtracking, or you could try to like lift over or destroy the route in some we'd way. Have to, we would have to like go and find a different split of the path, is what you're saying. We couldn't just there like, is no path. You would have it. to back up and go around to avoid this tree and find another okay. tree route. So you're going to spend more time going around. Um, if you try to do that, or you can spend more effort trying to go over this route, hoping that there's not more difficulty ahead. Uh, so I don't know how fantastic this world is, Dwayne. So let me get, can I get a quick fantasy check real quick? If I were to ask the tree politely to move its route and I could speak to plants, how likely would, would it be to do that? Is it, that's a hard no, because it doesn't have control over its roots in such a way I'm going to say that, I mean, I don't know that standard trees have that much control over their roots. They certainly don't. There would be, there would, this would certainly be a magical, fantastical, whimsical component. And and you do not get that vibe from this forest. I'm not saying those forests don't (laughs) exist, but... When you're yep. rolling through here, you don't you're not hearing the colors of the wind playing in the background. You I know just, what I mean? I just wasn't I was absolutely not gonna waste a spell slot and yeah. I didn't want to waste anybody's ten minutes if I was yeah. gonna constant if I was gonna uh, as a ritual cast a spell, be like brother tree, please move your foot. When you hear that tree go, bruh, can't. Ever since I took the arrow to the knee. Uh, dude, bruh, I'm not flexible at all. Yeah. I can move, yeah. like, a little bit, my fingies in the breeze. Yeah. Let me just... If it's blowing real good. And the leaves shake a little. Did yeah, that, that, that what you do needed? anything for you? That work? <laughs> now I'm just not... You know what? I'm, I'm a little bit sad we didn't roleplay that now, but we got the highlight, and that's what's important. <laughs> um, so we can try to, like, eat this thing over our backs, or we can back up and try to find a different... Those are the two obvious choices, absolutely. How, how tall is the root, just out of curiosity? It's like four or five feet. It's pretty. Uh, sorry, that's a bad number. It's two to four feet. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> if the root was five feet tall, I would expect the tree to be able to move it. No, no, it's it's about it's like two to four feet. Like it's it's probably two ish because obviously, um, yeah. sugar and spice were able to like walk over it. We're able to get over it, but there's not enough clearance for the cart. I got you. Or the it, wheels. This is a bad measurement. As I think about this, it's a foot tall. Like two, even two feet. I was like, that's pretty fucking tall. It's basically a it's a wheel chalk. <laughs> it's a wall. It's a wall. It's a wall. You you've ran into a wall. No, it's it's a foot tall. Well, it's it's been stocky in proportions. Yeah, it's a foot tall. Here's me thinking maybe like two or four inches, and you're like feet. I'm like no, it's feet. Yeah, it. it's 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 a foot. My bust. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, we got we got this. Do you have a couple cutting boards that we could use to to use as ramps? Nah, bro, we ain't gotta do nothing that crazy. Just give me a hand, bro, bro. You think we can lift it? Yeah. And then I will, and then seeing the joy in his face, like, we will. I'm gonna, like, come up to where the hunk, the, 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 the root is, and I'm gonna put, like, my back against the car, and I'm just gonna get up, like, real low under it, and then I'm just gonna shift underneath of it to get a little bit of extra leverage as I transform <laughs> into uh, the strongest thing that I have. You'll give me one moment, it's probably a bull. Fuck it, it's a bull. Uh, yeah. I will help direct Panda sugar and spice. Bull. <laughs> Panda colored bull. Everyone knows what's up. It's got it's big bag. Pot lands on his head sideways, right between the horns. Had to happen. It was magic. What were you saying, darling? <laughs> She'll help direct sugar and spice while this is going on. 
good call. Um, so yeah, you <laughs> hop down front. You're kind of like uh, giving sugar and spice, like, "Hey, come on!" Uh, and then all of a sudden, you hear the the rumbling of pipes and and the the almost uh, bestial transformation as Gustum turns into a, a spotted bull uh, under the cart to kind of raise it up. Let's go! What does Kato do here? I just kind of, from the side, maneuver the, the wheels over. Because I don't know how far that lifts, lifts it up. I mean, I it lifts it, it plenty tall enough. It's a bull. Like, the bull doesn't... Yeah, it might as well A bull just, is, is taller than one foot, which is the, which is the height yes. of the root. I have determined. Yep. <laughs> We're good at dimensions today, guys. <laughs> Your relationships must be very interesting. Uh, get some! Has it moved at all? Is he just? <laughs> oh no, you guys are moving like, it. Usher them forward. You guys are able to to I'm, move I'm it. I'm trying to move it, but he's just trying to show off, and he like he doesn't let it go. He's just shouting things, and like we're trying to push it. Just well, you would it. be balancing it ultimately on this bull's back. <laughs> um, and so you guys are well, able to move it on the cart, and I'm like walking it, and it's okay. Yeah, so you're able to do that uh, with relative ease. Um, you look you look forward, and you just you can tell the path is going to be bumpy. Um, as you as you proceed, um, so do you guys want do you want to stay shifted? I'm gonna stay shifted. I'm gonna pull the car with sugar and spice. But god damn it, Kato, do you have anything red? Uh, I, give give me a second. I I mean I didn't bring a whole lot of stuff. And he's gonna pull. I'm gonna cut up sugar Darling, and spice. Darling, you got you got anything red? No, I'm the Sapphire Muse. All my things are blue. I need some red real bad. Uh, oh, wait. I got it. Kato, why don't we use your uh, cape and I'll temporarily make it a different color. Uh, really like this. Oh, something else. Though. Can you just run in front of me, Kato? I could do that. But I won't. Could you take your cape off and put it on a stick in front of me? But what, 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 Why do you need the red? I don't know. It's scaring me too. I mean, because I think we just need to. If you just knew why it was red, I don't know. Yeah. So okay. All right. Since somebody in the in, in the peanut gallery wants to be a chatty Kathy, yeah, bulls don't actually get attracted to the red. They're colorblind like me. They're attracted to the motion of the of of the of the thing. That's okay. why the matadors, they shake it. Yeah. They got to shake the little cape thing. They don't just hold it still. It's the movement that they're attracted to. Everyone knows that. And also, bullfighting is, in general, bad and mean to bulls. And you shouldn't do it, I think. But, for the bit. I I got it. I got it. I will, however, fashion a fishing pole like device <laughs> and, and have it out in front of you. Just dangling. Oh, yeah! <laughs> so I'll, I'll press I the want to paint it so Go ahead. it's temporarily red. I want to paint this image that Kato is having to either one harness Gustum to the wagon. Tire rope around me. Or and then has to like dangle this fishing rod with the cave that's in front of him. As you guys, uh, as you guys pull, um, for, for the bit, Shane, roll me a ha- animal handle and check. 
Is it for himself as an animal or yes? <laughs> he wants to play in the bit. Then. I'll do it. Yeah, if it's for the bit, I'll it's do it. It's for the bit. It's only for fun. Can he control himself? I rolled a natural one. Okay. Plus you, four is you lose control, and so you just push this fucking wagon, and you sugar and spice. Sugar and spice get lifted almost off their feet because you're just charging, and they're like, no, 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 no. Um, so you guys go that way for for ten or fifteen minutes, and you and it is a real Gosh. bumpy ride for those in the cart. Real bumpy ride. Um, but I got I get us over the difficult terrain. Don't worry. Yeah, you you're over the difficult terrain. There's a couple bunny hops. Do you feel like your cart did? <laughs> um, I at one point do a what I refer to as a horse wheelie, which is when the horse is on the back of your legs. Go. Uh, uh, I do that, but as a bull. Yeah, a bull it's um, it's uh, it, it's an experience that you will you oh, two yeah. will not soon forget. I try to hold on to the seat as best as I can so I don't go flying off. Yeah. And, and there's a lots of pots and pans bouncing around, both on top of Gusum and inside the cart. Um, so, yeah, you guys continue that. And, and then the ground stable uh, gets a little more stable. Uh, again, it is rough terrain uh, in general. There's still roots and stuff, but you guys got over the thicker, the rootier part of the, the woods. Yeah. And so it becomes nighttime, and you guys again have seen uh, wildlife. You know that there's there nothing, nothing threatening, nothing even on all fours that could even be considered a threat so far. But um, as nighttime approaches, you guys can choose to either charge forward or set up camp. Um, <clears throat> we should definitely set up camp, right? Yes. Uh, let's do that, and then. Um, I want to cast uh, locate object. Uh, probably I'll do that twice before bed since I'm kind of burning spell slots before I go to bed. Um, but I want to look for. And this is these are kind of generic. I don't know if you'll let me get away with this. Uh, a pathfinder crest, Teehee. Um, or uh, a Derringer family crest, which I know actually exists. If the Pathfinders don't have crests, the spell can fizzle. I won't be fine. Uh, the question is whether you would be familiar with a Pathfinder badge. Is, is it's, it, he, he knows it's a shot in the dark. You yeah. Is it? No, it says a, it's a describe or name an object that is familiar to you. Oh, I guess you're right. It would, I, w- I wouldn't know exactly. I've never held one in my hand. Yeah, you never held one or, or had experience. And that's what I was trying to think. He right. wouldn't... Uh, Kato might, but Kato's not casting the spell, right? Because Kato did a lot of travel. Um, sure. You um, know what? Can we, you know can what? we think of anything else a uh, Pathfinder would have on him? Roll a history check for me. Okay. Because well, you did a lot of traveling as a cook. Uh, I rolled a four, sir. You're not familiar. Uh, well, you do know they <laughs> have them. You are not familiar with them. I was probably busy kissing girls. <laughs> probably not. I'm telling me. Probably busy. That, that's that's what I meant by girls. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you you can cast it on the Derringer family crest for sure. For sure. Uh, so it's it's a thousand feet, I think. Yeah, up to a thousand. So obviously. Feet. 
uh, ours will be. Yeah, you immediately get three <coughs> real close, Ding. Um, and then and then you don't get any within the thousand feet range. anything else you guys would like to do for nighttime other than <coughs> uh, um, I, I will take first watch aren't you or didn't we establish that, you, that you're taking ultimate watch because you because you because you can like sleep and still be aware of your surroundings yes but I think also that darling said she was still going to do her thing too regardless of what I might do for sure. <laughs> yeah extra security that's not that's not Gustum's strat. <laughs> Gustum's not like I better be extra prudent and careful right now. Well, that's definitely her strategy, but hers will probably lean towards like last shift. So you just get up early, is what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're an early um, riser. Darling and Gus, go ahead and take away one ration for me. Three uh, days of food. I'll probably do us up a good berry something so we don't have to eat. Okay. You were going to cast good berries to eat then? Yeah. Because okay. one good berry is all the nutrition you need for a day. That's true. But you have to use a spell slot to use it. Yeah. I, so, I understand you're about to sleep. <clears throat> However. Yeah, word. Let's uh, do our maintenance. Yeah, I'll go ahead and do the good berry um, and I'll do us up. I'm just gonna cover. I'm just. I'm just gonna cover them in chocolate, man. <laughs> just gonna chocolate. Just chocolate covered good berries. That's it, man. It's a nice treat. It's a nice, it's a nice, Thank nice, you. Nice little treat. Kato, Kato, you want one? It's it's chocolate covered good. I don't even love good berry, and I know you don't need to eat it, but if you want, it's yours. Uh, I, I do not want a good berry. Thank you. Okay. Much appreciative. There was a couple things you guys wanted to do before uh, Kato's Night Watch. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, add, I'm Gustum. Uh, I just wanted to uh, hunt <laughs> a little bit uh, in forage. You know, I'm, I'm still out here looking for new ingredients, so I wanted to make sure I wasn't yeah, forgetting absolutely. that part of me. Uh, go ahead and roll a survival check, please. You got it. And then Kato wants to tag along. Yeah, I think he's an adept hunter as well. Maybe not so much with the foraging and the but he's he's done his fair share of, of hunting, and so he also wants to contribute, and he will tag along for that. Yeah, G- D- Gus would very much welcome that, uh, just because there's some spooky stuff in these woods. Um, you wanted survival. Yep. Uh, and I'm gonna shift for this. Uh, using your your racial feature, my racial my racial shift. Uh, I'll, I'll be using that and a wild shape to hunt. Okay, because um, that's just kind of like how that's like his hunt mode, right? Uh, is yep. to shift to get those eyes and ears open, find prey, and then be in a bestial form to catch up and get it. Um, so that's gonna be with advantage. Got hot rolls tonight, boys. Uh, Twenty three. Yeah, and so you guys uh, leave Darlene at the cart. With, with sugar, sugar and spice. spice. Oh, you got yep. it, man. You fucking... Mm. I'm, on, I'm on top of it. They're my favorite characters so I've, far. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I, sure. of, course I don't, of course I don't have to stand up for sugar and spice to you, the only other no, person no, no, who understands. Yeah, I... 
I near dear to my heart. I, I'm ready for you three fuckers to die so I can just narrate their Sh- story. Sugar and spice um, in the trench coat. My neck cured. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys, you guys are able to forage um, with both of you foraging. Um, I say you're able to get ten rations worth of of animal, small animal game. Nothing, nothing big. Uh, you don't come across anything big and dangerous. Um, and so, yeah, you're able to bag these up. Uh, you do get a good familiar, uh, you get, you get a good lay of the land around you as you're hunting. Um, and you, and you know that as you guys kind of travel north a little bit, almost to scout, I would imagine as you're hunting, um, the, the wood is getting thicker and you can tell the path is going to be a little more, uh, arduous to, to bring the Panda Express. Um, but I think U.S. scouting gives you uh, a little bit uh, of an advantage because you know where roughly to start the traveling uh, to avoid some of the more uh, thicker woodland. And as you guys are doing that, um, uh, darling, there was something you wanted to do? Yeah. Um, I'd like to cast Identify on the, what's it called, the explodey bottles to find out their exact properties. However, I need a material component uh, worth 100 GP, which is a pearl. I'd, I'd like to spend that daddy point memory, please. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Why don't you describe to me how uh, the, the time which Declan Derringer gave our young, intrepid, or maybe not young, you choose her age, our intrepid darling, her pearl. I'd like to think... Maybe when she was like eight or ten or something, right? And she's watching her sibling, her older siblings go out on adventures with dear Toddy. And she was like very adamant about having her turn for an adventure. But still, she's kind of little to like go out and get in trouble on a proper adventure. However, they decide to have like, a, I guess, a daddy-daughter date. And she dresses up in the whole whole costume bet finds like a cool hat a small leather jacket looks good for adventuring she's all hyped to go and they make like a little i don't know river trip beach trip and um they go out all day like searching and she's checking out these things for buried treasure figure out what they could find and i think she finds like a little clamshell, like a whole grouping of them, and she looks up to Derringer, like, real excited, because he tells her, oh yeah, sometimes you can find pearls inside of these, um, but they're hard to get open, so we take a whole bunch of them back home, and we open it up, and we eventually find a cool pearl. Whether or not he had one on his person and snuck it in, I don't know. But we find one, and it's a very shiny pink thing, and she celebrated that day. Super excited. Excellent. And, and so as, as Darling kind of reaches into her pack, she finds this pearl. It's cast identify. How many of those potions do you have? Do you remember? I believe you gave me six. That's correct. I just need one. Great. Yep. Um, yeah, and so you're just going to identify one. Um, let me just double check identify just so I know exactly what it does. I get the gist, but I'd like to make sure I mechanically follow. You learn its properties and how to use them and how many charges it has, if any. 
All right, perfect. You, if the item is created by a spell, you learn which spell. Great, great, great. Good. That means you don't necessarily know the name of the potion. However, you know what it does. <laughs> All right, perfect. All right, so yeah, you determine that these potions are single use. Um, they are explosive in nature. As you have seen, you can either toss them or shove them in the sphincter of an animal uh, and let that and let nature take its course. Um, but these potions have an area of effect of 10 foot radius, so 10 foot radius, and they are going to do 2d8 fire damage on a DC saving throw, a dexterity saving throw. And the number to beat is 14. Cool. Do they do, like, half damage if they save? Yes. Okay. Yep. It's half on half on success. And if uh, if there's a failure, um, they get they target gets knocked back by feet away from the explosion. Cool beans. Center of the explosion just to be... Yeah, I'll send you an actual like markup after this episode. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Yep. So that's what your potions do. So uh, the hunting uh, continues. You guys come in. You bring in your rations. Um, so um, that increases. Uh, Gus's ration count by a good portion. Uh, what's your total there, Gus, now? Eight, uh, 28. Yeah, perfect. Um, Alright, and then you guys go to sleep. Kato, you already rolled your perception. Um, petted sugar and spice, and then the morning comes around. So you guys set forward, right? Uh, real quick, admin note. I'm back on my morning snack shit. I got rations I can hunt. Uh, so I'm making bro- booming shrooms. That's uh, mushrooms that we harvested last night. Uh, served up, uh, sautéed in a beef broth with spice and chives. Boom shrooms, extra meaty and delicious. That's for breakfast. And if you choose to partake, you will gain uh, two temporary HP. Of course she's going to partake. This is better than hardtack. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to know the bar is set so high, Sprout. Better than hardtack. Understood. Panda Express. Better than hardtack. <laughs> um, Kato uh, takes a bite and then spits it. Not your best. Uh, what? You, you know, there was a part of me that thought that, that would happen since uh, Robro's biological components are more like plant-like in nature. He's got like stems and whatnot. I thought they might have an adverse reaction to a fungal dish. And, and indeed I have. Please sir, notify me the next time you uh, ingest fungus. Create a fungal plate. Word. I can do that. At least it was a fun place. Yeah, sugar. While you guys are eating sugar and spice, of course, Gray's in the area. I uh, couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't miss the opportunity to be like Warforged ate mushrooms because <laughs> of this reason. 
And so you guys uh, charge forward, right? or maybe not charge, but you push forward. No, I'm not in bull form. We'll be uh, <laughs> trotting. I, that is an art art moment for sure. If anybody wants to <laughs> draw like a car, people just holding on to their asses in a bull, just charging forward. Some donkeys, kind of. And anyways, mm-hmm. um, you guys, uh, you guys go forward. Um, and like I said, you, thanks to your scouting last night, you're able to kind of navigate around some of the more difficult uh, tree terrain. Um, and you got another long day of travel and it is not relaxing travel by any means. There's times where you're kind of, the wagon's kind of getting pulled over roots and it's a bumpy ride and there's rocks and you're kind of having to navigate these almost sweeping, uh, motions to get through these woods. Um, by no means was, was a wagon like, uh, easy to come through this area. But you're able to you're able to push forward. Um, I will say your your rate of travel is slowed by about an hour, um, as you guys are just taking extra care and, and yeah, having I'm, to force over these routes. Um, as we progress, I'll dents and dings. I'll be mending away, which is just going to take more time, like you said. Yeah, yeah, because your your cart was not meant to essentially go off roading, um, but hand, holding up well through the team's effort. Um, yeah, and you guys, you guys settle down for another night unless there's something specific you would like to do. Uh, so, same routine for me. I'm going to try to cast um, Locate Object uh, again mm-hmm. on the Derringer Crest just to see yep. if he's in range. Yeah. Um, and uh, go hunting again. Yeah, uh, Locate Object, you get the three near you, nothing else. Yeah. Figured. And then you want to Yeah, please. <laughs> Um, yeah, roll an animal. Uh, not an animal. Survivaling. Check. <clears throat> Survivaling. <laughs> Survivaling. Check. I like that. Roll was, not great today. I was, I was uh, reading. Eleven. Okay. Kato, do you go with him? Uh, if... Yes. Yes, I do. I would like okay. to start drawing a map on my fan that's a really smart idea perfect yeah um you do you begin drawing are you drawing um like uh from the docks onto your fan or are you drawing from new haven hold onto the fan uh from new haven hold okay kind of charting where you guys have been smart Mm -hmm. uh yeah and so uh as Kato and Gus are hunting, um, the game is not as good. Yeah. You're able to to get three rations. Um, it is to be noted there's a portion in your hunting where you hear like a like a low growl, like a big. It's coming from something big, um, but it's pretty far away. Okay. Do we know which direction? Uh, northeast-ish. So it might behoove us to skirt northwest-ish to our destination. You do what you want. That information. Fair enough. I th- that was more to the team. Well, that's something you can discuss when you get back to camp. Uh, so you guys come back from your 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 hunting. You can add three rations to your pile. 
put you 31. Oh, 30? Correct. Right, because you made a meal? Correct. Is there anything you want to do before Betty's time? I've done all my stuff. Okay. No. Yep. So, uh, Kato, roll me a perception check. That is a 15. Kato, there are, um, you're kind of like doing your perimeter walk and, you know, petting sugar and spice, and you hear the scratching of claws against wood. And uh, it's coming from the back of the cart. What do you do? Coming from the back of the cart? The back of the wagon, yeah. Um, I think first thing he's he's gonna stand up and he is going to uh, have Mercy's reach pointed at a, at, at a tactical standpoint and stepping forward quietly to see if he can get a peek before that thing or whatever it might be sees him. Yeah, roll cell check. Great. Disadvantage. Wanna be quiet? Be quiet. Stand by. Okay, uh, not terrible. 15? Yeah, you gracefully glide from the front of the cart to the back of the cart with a Mercury's reaching hand. You're able to peek around, and you see a couple blue-eyed Sylvie like, scratching at the back of the the, the Panda X, Express, but of course, they're not able to get these doors open because you guys have fixed the lock. Um, but you can see they're scratching at the bottom, trying to kind of get through. Okay, um... And I don't think we, we've heard about these things, but we haven't actually seen these of yet, right? We've not. Uh, you, yeah, you, okay. you haven't, so good. Here's, looking out. Let me give you a description. Well, here's what I know, is they have jagged horns and filled with lightning, is what I've heard in a tavern. That That is true. Uh, so, good looking out. So, you peer around and you see a small four-legged monster with a soft, soft white fur... It's almost snow white. It's got this tiny little snout, and it's got these large, coarse whiskers by its nose, and it's got these shiny, jagged horns that come out from from its head, and and these like pearl blue eyes, um, and and its small padded feet, um, except for these razor sharp claws that are like r- scratching at this door and like starting to make a good dent as they are slowly cutting or attempting to cut into the wagon. And there's two of them. What size? How how tall are they? They're like rabbit size, honestly. They're not very big. Um, Okay, so what I'll do is um, I'm going to peek over just just enough to see the other side of the cart. I'm going to summon my echo. And we will both simultaneously swipe down at each of the blue-eyed Sylvies. Are you just going to attack them? Yes. Okay, great. Roll uh, roll an attack. Two attacks, I guess. One on each. Nice list. Stop taking my resources. Alright, so the first one is a... 18... To hit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, the other one is 12. 
Roll damage for both, please. Ooh, okay. Cool, 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 cool. Tiny little rabbits. Like they've got these crazy ACs. Lightning bunnies. <laughs> That's not very good. So six. Uh, we'll say it's mine. Six for me. Mm-hmm. What was the second one? Uh, for the second one, it was uh, thirteen. Okay, yeah. So you strike both of these things. Um, your image pops. Your spirit. Uh, what are you calling it? Ghost spirit. Echo. Echo. Echo form. Your echo form pops immediately. And then you take three lightning damage. And then these things bolt. They just gun it into the woods. They were not expecting uh, you to attack them. Uh, but they, they gun it the opposite direction. Um, and so, yeah, you're, you saved your cart. You saved, you saved Gustum's cart. Um <laughs> Cool. Yeah, go ahead and add, add one experience point. No, I'm just kidding. Thanks. No, we're not doing <laughs> in milestone. Kind of generous. In milestone. Yeah. You everybody everybody takes zero experience points, but Devin, you take one experience point, and it doesn't matter. Um so yeah, you're able to save the car from any type of rodent sla- uh infestation situation. And then the sun rises, and you guys begin day three. But that's where we're gonna end the episode. Adventure time. Crush it. Crush it. Nailed it. Yeah, you have the nuggies get away, bro. Yeah. I tried. I tried. Shane, do me a favor and do a roll for humanity for me for first book. I would love to roll for humanity for first book. First book is a great organization, helps promote literacy in our youth, which is very important to a well-adjusted society. <laughs> And uh, last week we crit. This week we got a 17. Feeling pretty good. Heart rolls for first book. Whoa. Hey. But That's amazing. my hot rolls aren't enough to save the world, as you've seen before and we'll see again. So uh, help me out. Help me out. Why don't you roll for humanity? Hey, and uh, as I do as I do often these days, I'm going to give you a quote of wisdom, and if one of the three of you fail me, then mm. we'll we'll deal with this. Even just one it, of us? Or if all three of you fail me. What if one of us, well, like... if all three of you fail me, because okay. this is going to be ridiculous if I don't get what I'm looking for out of this, or what I expect from you guys. Oh, no. Let me give you tonight's quote. From Mother Teresa herself, spread love everywhere you go. Uh, here's a fun fact about Mother Teresa not actually a mom say Mother's Day Mother Teresa's running around getting all these gifts but uh where's your kid mom where's your kid at (laughs) I have no idea I don't know anything about Mother Teresa. Calcutta is important to Mother Teresa. You know what I know about Mother Teresa? Is that she's supposed to be the greatest and most kindest woman in the world. However, there is a close tie with Professor Marmalade. Yeah, but that guy, you know. We (laughs) we know. 
Devin gets my reference. Um, Alright. So I I think that Mr. Rogers did a good job of this back in the 60s and 70s. I agree. Um, mm-hmm. And man, I watched a documentary on him last night and I thought if we could all learn to just be like a little bit Mr. more Rogers. neighborly. Yeah. Was that a good documentary? I saw it. It was really good. It made me tear up. I'll have to watch it. He was a good, good man. And anyone who tries to to slander him, even the guy who worked in his set for 30 years, he said, can you give us some some bit about him? You know, like something we would all know. He's like, no, I can't. And I won't. Yeah, he had a bunch of dead bodies in his basement. We've just been hiding it. Did you know that George A. Romero got his first job he's the, the father of the modern zombie night of living dead and dawn of the dead all those of the dead movies he did those and uh he got his first job working on mr rogers and later when night of the living dead came out he invited mr rogers to the premiere and he came so mr oh. rogers was at the premiere for night of the living dead the zombie film and afterwards said you know I really like what you did with the with your themes there. With your themes of social injustice, that was pretty good. Otherwise, I didn't really care for it. <laughs> I believe he was he's a pretty honest dude. He just he would <laughs> he'd be, he'd be like, I, hey, you did some good. First off, let me point out what I think you did well. Second off, wasn't for me. I Mr. Rogers, there was a lot of love on that screen. <laughs> I'm literally Mr. Rogers, actually, and that is a lot of gore. Alright, the only thing The yeah. only thing I got for this quote Thanks, Sister T is, Yeah, just be nice, be good Less hate <laughs> yeah, Get a lot so further with love Did we do the dance you wanted us to do, Papa? Did we do the dance you wanted us to do, Papa? Have we performed for hey, you? Hey, as we always say That ain't my baby I did I do that one last week We love you we love you. We love you. We love you. Ha ha ha. Still love my child.